Sex and happiness both enrich our lives, yet it's surprising how few people can honestly say that they enjoy regular and fulfilling sex or describe themselves and their lives as happy. Host Lori Handlers helps you to experience real intimacy and happiness. You'll laugh a little, learn a little, and we hope put a smile on your face and a smile in your life. Now here's Lori. Hi everybody, this is Lori Handlers, and tonight you are listening to not only an episode of Sex and Happiness, but you're also listening to a podcast of the Academy for Men. And tonight's topic is a topic that I think a lot of people don't know anything about, and that is male vulnerability, men's vulnerability in specific. And so I have with me in the studio Lance Cole, and I have Michael Gibson, and Hopefully you've heard other podcasts of us before, so you know we have a really good time in studio. And um, tonight we're going to talk about what it is to be vulnerable, what it is to feel sad uh, for a man, um, what happens when a man goes through changes and feels really vulnerable. And Lance has offered himself as our subject for tonight, but I'll certainly add my two cents, and so will Michael. So... Um, so thanks, you two, for being here tonight. It's a privilege and a pleasure to be with you. Mm, thank, thank you. Thank you for having us. And, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Lori. So how should we yeah. start? Well, you're the goddess. <laughs> <laughs> I defer okay. to you. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to refer directly to you, Lance. Sure. And say, um, you know, I know that recently you went through some, and are going still, it's not went, you are going through some, some rough patches in your life, questioning yourself about um, your choices in relationship and maybe how you're feeling just in general these days. Yeah. And so um, I assert that, one, men don't speak about this that often, although there is a new men's movement where men are speaking about these things together with men, but... I don't know that they go on and broadcast about this. Like, mm. men have hidden this stuff. They were supposed to tough it out and chin up and big, you know, grown men don't cry and mm. all these things that men were brought up with. And I, I know that you were. I know you were yeah. a East Coast Boston guy. <laughs> so I know you had to <laughs> suck it up a lot of times. Yes, quite often. So um, this goes out, this program goes out to one, any men who are feeling something that feels a little bit unmanly in the way they were conditioned and raised. Mm -hmm. And this show also goes out to women who don't get it, who never saw a man say, I'm vulnerable. Never heard a man say that. So that's what I want to target, but... That's a lot of women. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a lot of women. Uh-huh. Yeah. Even even to to recognize that a man is in a vulnerable space for a woman to even be able to do that, because so much, so much, there's so much reliance on men, like to to be strong, to be that anchor, to yeah. be that that foundation in the world, you know. And women, so women emotionalize. I don't know. If that's a verb. But women often house the emotions for both themselves and their partner if yeah. their partner is a man. Yes. And um, they, if women occur as hysterical sometimes, it's not just their emotions, it's the emotions of the both of them that women have 
to carry, well, the man has to carry, I'm tough, I'm strong, I don't break down. Right. You know, yeah, I'm so it. macho. He has to bury the emotions deep, and then the, the women, I imagine, I mean, I, I've carried emotions for more than one person before, and um, it can get chaotic and that and 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 can drive you crazy it can make you crazy and that that's actually that's actually could explain a lot of what my experience is right now great Mm. tell us a little bit well just carrying the emotions for for you know from within a relationship of the other person Mm. and myself and um having difficulty or getting into the space of difficulty of of being able to feel myself and and what i need and put so much focus on the other person, you know. Mm-hmm. Almost, like it, I would attribute it to getting lost. I mean, there's this is a this is a big subject because for me, sitting here saying those things, it's I can hear all you know the quick the quick memes on Facebook and 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 all those different things that people you know, well, you lost yourself or you're codependent or you're this or you're that, and there's all this going on. But it, it's bigger than that. It's deeper than that, and. At least for me, I mean, for other people, it might not be. I don't know. I mean, if it's they're telling the truth, if they're telling the truth, they they feel deeply. Also, they just not they may not have permission to show it and express it. Right, right. So, and and I mean, that can go into like carrying the emotional space that I was carrying for myself and my partner. Um, it can get it can get really convoluted, and it and it can. It, it almost removes the choice that I had in making my choice to be here or be there, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's a I feel like that's a key piece for me and why I say what I just said um, <clears throat> a moment ago is is that I chose to be there. So it's not like I I mean I'm wrestling with the labels. I can hear it in my voice. My voice is cracking already out. Um, so what? I mean, just want to say to you. So what yeah. if somebody says you're codependent? Oh, I'm fine with it. Okay. Because the behaviors that I was doing, I knew, I know, most of them are can be. I mean, it's probably 101 codependency. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But I know they're codependent, and I talk about it, and I stay. I I would state it like within the relationship, mm. like this is. But that's what's being created. That's what's there, and. The difference to me in that is is that it's a conscious codependency, so you know that it's there. I mean, when you're in relationship with somebody, no matter what the relationship structure is, to me, there is, I mean, you rely on that other person for things. Mm-hmm. There's a reliance at some level, no matter what, even whether you're... Well, whether what's the point of being mono- in relationship? Pul- right. Yeah. If you're not rely, if you're not... Being together or, or you know, counting on somebody for something, you right. could count on yourself for everything and then just never have a relationship. Right. I mean, you ha- I mean every relationship has some form of reliance for yeah, something else. I sure. mean, whether it's work or an intimate one, it doesn't matter. But what really is your point here? Like, so what would they say, what the mems are? So what would your head is saying? Like, what are your feelings? How could you express them? And why? how is it different now? from how you grew up or how you were raised like how are you different so that so that we could really set some examples here well i I feel i feel like i have uh i feel like i have an emotional intelligence about me Mm. right so and and with that 
there's there's a distinction of I feel hurt, I feel betrayal, I feel um, I feel sad, I feel anger, I feel all these things, and I know I'm okay. Thank you. That's so. You know, so it's yeah. so I'm walking in the world, silent, not really talking very much. I don't have a lot to say. I think I've said more words since we started than I have all day. <laughs> you know, it's just, and I'm at work, and I customers and so on and so forth. But it's, 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 it's that I know I'm going to be okay, and I just step into each moment and I just breathe. So it's I good. just take a breath, you know, and when it when it wells up inside, it's like. You know, I can feel my face. I can feel my facial structure change. I can feel, you know, when, I, when I'm starting to get angry or I'm running story or I'm moving into it, you know, and I just keep trying to track it. I just try and track it as much as I can, you know. Mm -hmm. And if I got to do some emotional release, I do it. You know, a couple quick hand, silent hand screams, go in the bathroom at work or wherever, whosoever house I'm in, you know. <laughs> It's kind of crazy. Hopefully they don't listen to this podcast because that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they'll get something out of it. Or yeah, maybe they'll maybe, get something yeah. out of it. I don't know. Or, or maybe they'll understand why I was acting the way that I was. I don't know. Do you feel, I'm asking you this because Michael is on this interview too, mm, yeah. and he has a certain way of being when he has those kinds of emotions, mm. and I don't know if you do, so I just want to voice it, which is, do you feel like you have to go into your cave um, yeah, you could describe it that way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's definitely a recluse and a pullback my energy. Mm. Like I don't, I, I feel, I feel drained. I feel drained. I feel used. Mm. I feel empty. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, along with that, my, you know, my energy, I think I, I went to, I went to bed at eight twenty last night. I know I texted you around 10 o'clock and I knew you weren't going to answer. I, I mean, I knew that was, yeah. Yeah, I was. Asleep. I had been asleep for two hours almost. Yeah, it, it was. So, and I, I mean, I, and I, I mean, I woke up at quarter or five, but it's still it, for me. Know, it's, it's just drained. I'm drained. I, I totally get that. It's, it's, um, it's, it's almost like you have to recover. It's like you've been in a battle that has, um, you've, you've gotten all these wounds. And, you know, you need the salve and, you know, you, you need to, you need to just kind of close in and allow the body to do what it needs to do. And, and that includes your, your mental and emotional psyche and, and all the rest of it. Yeah. And, um, you know, in the situation that, that brings it on, you, I, I tend to go over and over and over it to see, you know, what, what could I have done different? What, what could I have, what could they have done different? What if we, you know, what if we had a conversation this way or that way? And, um, and, and then it, it seems it's like a big morass. Like it, yeah. it's almost like I'm, I'm swimming in, um, it's, it's like I'm swimming in, I don't know. Um, Sargasso Sea. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's just <laughs> sure. Sure. dark and thick and yucky and, and I can't get out. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm in this, I'm like, like I'm in maple syrup or something, not the good kind, <laughs> not the tasty kind. Not Canadian. No. <laughs> not the real deal. Yeah, it just doesn't feel good. And, um, and that <laughs> sleeping, um, I found has going into my cave, as Lori says, yeah. um, has been the thing that has been like, I know I'm in depression. I know I'm, I know I'm in at some level of, um, 
you know, the, the stages of, um, of grief. Yeah. And I know I'm going through that and it's just so fucking hard. It's really hard. Something that's coming to mind with what you're saying is, is there's like within, like there's the emotions that I feel in my body. Like I feel, mm-hmm. I can tag what it feels like in my head. Right. So then once that happens, I can feel my body moving in a certain direction, just kind of energetically and my head starts to spin it. So I'll, so I'll end up starting to spin out because of, because of the way that my body feels. So there's, I, I do have that connection there. And yeah, relaxing or just breathing or just taking that time and kind of reclusing mm. it's, it's been super helpful the last few days. But it's uh, it's hard, man. It, it, it just to to walk around in the world and to put your energy into something, whether it's an intimate relationship or whether it's like a business thing or whatever, whatever it is, even if it's a friendship. And to put that energy into something and then to realize that the paths are just divergent. They just go opposite directions. And then to look, reflect on the amount of energy that's been spent on both sides, mm. you know. And, and, and on my side, I spent a lot of energy. And um, to realize that and to realize what the boundary, my, my new boundary that is forming. So it's a new level of learning about self-care for myself. It's a new level of, of, of learning like how to be in the world. And actually, you know, I pull my heart back a little bit now so that it can kind of recoup a bit and then it'll heal and then I'll step out into the world again and my heart will be white, white and it'll be out again. It'll be out, it'll be out yeah. and be open. Yeah. And you know what? It, 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 something I learned in my last level too is it's just going to get broken again. Right. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no, uh, there's, there's no prevention. There's no prevention. There's, that's what it, and so it's there's no heart it's, condom. It's like learning. <laughs> no, there is not. Um, it's like learning that you're, that's what the heart is there for. Mm. Like it's there to learn. And that's how the heart learns. Mm. And it fucking sucks. Yeah. It hurts. It's just, it hurts. It's terrible. It's sad. It's angry. It wants to go away. It doesn't want to share with anybody anymore. It just wants to like go away. And it's, you know, kind of tying that to what you were saying, opening with being a man and having to like suck it up. I can't suck this up. Mm-hmm. I can't. I have to be with it, you know? And I mean, this, your suggestion to do this is awesome because it just allows another expression of energy around it. Yeah, when we saw each other a few days ago, I I really felt like there was an opportunity here, but only if you were open to it. Yeah. And um, I'm glad you said yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want you to suck it up. I wouldn't want you to act like a man, you know, whatever that was, yeah. that old thing. Uh, I I want you to be you, you know, with all your expression, because um, I'm for and in favor of you. Yeah. And the other thing that uh, just before you said that about your heart was would be broken, and then it would break. It would be available to be broken again. Yeah. 
I was at a, a few years ago, I was at the California Tantra Festival, and uh, Eugene Headland was running a puja, and he, and one of the, so I got to another pillow in front of somebody, a puja is a ceremony where people honor each other and they share certain things, either in an expression of speaking or eye-gazing or something. So I sat down in front of somebody and the question was, what would you tell your younger self that you know now that you didn't know before? And I said, I would tell my younger self not to worry about getting my heart broken because it's going to happen over and over and over again. And it just gets bigger and bigger, the heart, and it just can hold more and more and more. So I would tell myself not to get so lost in it each time in the drama of it, oh, I'll never love again, or, oh, I just want to cry, cry, cry. Like I would tell myself, go ahead and cry, and you're going to come out of this, and your heart's going to crack wide open again. It's going to be bigger than it was before. It's going to have more capacity than it had before, and it's just going to keep loving because that's what the heart's supposed to do. Right. Mm. It's it's like a guide. Yeah. It honestly is. It's yeah. like a guide. Yeah. And that's that's the it helps us discern who we are, who we want to be in the world, where mm-hmm. we want to be in the world, and and what types of relationships we want to have, and and how we want to carry ourselves in those relationships. And to be able to tell the difference if there's, or you know, if there's a storm on the horizon, or if there isn't a storm on the horizon, so you can you can make conscious decisions about where you want to be and how you want to approach the world and your relationship and the types of communications you want to have and what you're looking to create within that relationship. You know, mm-hmm. I'm speaking to you know personal intimate relationships, yeah. and I know I'm speaking. I'm saying use. Uh, I apologize for that. Don't worry. It's okay. It's eyes. It's communicating. This is this is what I'm learning. Mm. Yeah. Even though I'm speaking the way that I am. Yeah. Um, I, I know that. Um, you know, one of the things that 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 I just I've recently came across was um, how how my heart had been so guarded and closed off, mm. and 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 you both know me pretty well, and so I don't think either one of you would have said you know, oh, Michael has a guarded heart. And in reality, I did. I just hit it really well. Mm-hmm. And when it came to you two, um, I would crack it open because I could trust you. Yeah. But the rest of the world was getting the shielded, closed, I don't trust you heart. Yeah. And I went through an experience. I had a ceremony that I went through. And um, during that ceremony, I experienced myself facing myself with that guarded heart and um it, and it and it cracked wide open and i saw it almost like as if it were a um like a burning sun and uh somebody's popular <laughs> and it felt like um like i'd never felt it before mm. and um and and i think that's i realized after that all the times that I was tired and sleepy and mm. guarding myself and guarding my energy was because I was spending so much time guarding my heart, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, instead of being like what you said, you know, Hey, just get, get real. Your heart's going to break. Yeah. People, people will, for whatever reason or mm. governments or, you know, those hopes that you had, 
you're going to come across, um, you know, disappointment. Yeah. And it's okay. And the, the thing is, choosing to do it, despite the fact that you know that's going to happen, like, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't have done anything different in my life. Um, I, I mean, I knew what I knew when I knew it, and I know what I know now, and I'm still not choosing, you know, I'm choosing to trust. I'm choosing to love. I'm not choosing to close down anything. And does that mean I could get hurt? Uh-huh. I just got hurt, but on a different note, I, I left a whole community. Yeah. And I, I hurt from that, and I, it's still disillusionment in another form. But I don't, I just feel... Every time I go through something like this, I feel more empowered. I do think, though, that women go through things a little differently than men do. I think women cry more. Yeah. I just do. I think women have more permission for crying. I think women talk to their friends more. Uh, they, they, like, you know, they, they get in collusion. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> they go, they get their two best friends and they go, do you know what he did? And you know what he, he said? And you know what they did? Uh, women have outlets and are socialized to do it. And I think that men are just really starting to have that. Uh, I feel for you, Lance, that you hold both spaces. Like, I, we've done programs before, you and I, on the yeah. masculine and the feminine. And you're a very feeling guy, so you have like a healthy feminine aspect to you. And then you also know what it's like to hold space in the, in the sacred masculine for another. And sometimes when you say, I was holding the feelings for both, well, you were holding the masculine container and witnessing your own life maybe come undone. Yeah, a little bit. At the hands of another person and at the feelings of another person and having, and then having to integrate your own feelings because you acknowledge that you have them. Yeah. And um, that's both that's both a masculine and feminine, both masculine and feminine traits. Yeah. And I'm glad that you have it because I think that just toughening up, which was told to men on how they should yeah. they should develop, is a heart attack waiting to happen. I agree. Um, I feel like it's okay to have your heart crack open and feel all that. More importantly than not feel it, prevent the feelings, and then have later on the heart actually attacks you. Yeah. yeah. Right, it comes back. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's a, it, the subtlety of, of that, of what you just described, is, thank you, by the way. Thanks. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, there's, there's such a, for men, I, I imagine this, for me, it's, it's so, it's, been so subtle to learn what you just described like the experiences that I've had to go through in places that I've put myself in challenges of you know doing workshops having conversations meeting other people getting into a relationship having it you know end you know whether it's whether it's a conscious ending or an unconscious ending this relationship ended consciously as consciously as it could you know and I feel really good about that and it's it's a mutual thing. Even though I went through what I went through, she went through things as well. Mm -hmm. You know, and and there's I mean there's pain on both sides. But uh, to the thing of the of masculine, feminine, and being able to kind of flow with that and find that harmony 
in this kind of, in this space of pain as a man it's it's not easy it's just it's just not easy and the subtlety of it for me i i feel like it, i i'm trying to say that it's easily missed mm. for most like to actually like it takes almost, and I hate using this word, but I don't have another one, cathartic experience to actually get closer to it. Mm. Like it takes something huge to happen, like a, you know, like a relationship breakup or, you know, some kind of spiritual awakening or, or ceremony. Sometimes it takes you know? a death, unfortunately, or a near death. Sometimes yeah. it takes experience. a death. Yeah, near death, some yeah. kind of catastrophic medical yeah, thing, like heart attack, like you were t- like you des- described. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it takes those types of things to get there, and um, it doesn't have to. Like I, I want to say that to other men. Mm. There's especially now there are places to go to get, or to, not to get, but to learn. But all it takes is to put yourself in into the experience. Like mm-hmm. just say, I want to go experience things that are going to help me grow my inner self and my emotional awareness. And then just go step into it. I well, mean, there's so many things to do. That's actually the title of this show, which is Men's Vulnerability. Like, you have to be vulnerable to begin with, mm-hmm. to even want to say, I want to step into an experience where, I, right. where, I, where I'm going to have something that cathartic happens to me. Men who are not vulnerable would never step into an experience like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the only thing that would force them into an experience like that is if they had a heart attack or if uh, something else happened. And that's, that's unfortunate. Um, but for you two, you have stepped into experiences that, that made you recognize vulnerability. And um, you had to be vulnerable enough to take the step. Right. And yeah. that's, you know, each of you have your own reasons why. And many other men have their own reasons why. But... For the most part, um, this is a new horizon on the on the forefront of men. Yeah. Right now, this is a new thing, yeah. and it's a different it's a different way of addressing it. It's a different way of coming across, um, or or being vulnerable and and actually experiencing the pain. I remember um, breaking up with um, a woman that I loved and. And I had it at the time that the, you know, the, the fastest way to get over someone was to get on someone else. And that's a methodology or that's a mechanism that men are taught. We're told, you know, rather than feel the pain and rather than go through the vulnerability and, and actually experience it, you know, and get on someone else. Um, and I, I used to subscribe to that. I mean, I really did. I thought it was in, in it. There's some truth to it. However, it leaves you with very little. There's, there's not a whole lot after you, if you do something like that, um, that doesn't have you, if you're awake, realize you just used a person. Yeah. Like you and just, you're living in the past. Yeah. You're not giving the new awarenesses a yeah. chance to settle in. It's not worth yeah. it, you know. I imagine it, um, I imagine doing that. I, I've done that. Admit that right out. Um, I've done that. Yeah, I don't know. That many people have it. I don't think of, that's just a male thing. No. <laughs> so there's a, there's the like what happens when that happens? I mean, to me, like if I did that in this moment, if I 
if I chose to take that path, I wouldn't sit with myself. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't heal the emotional space that's going on in me, and mm-hmm. I would. I would end up more than likely projecting it into that particular relationship or onto that person. Right. And I mean, to me, I don't. I don't. I don't want to treat people that way. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get treated that way. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, in turn. I would hope people would have the respect to, for themselves to take care of themselves. I mean, a lot of this is about uh, male vul- male vulnerability. To me, is about learning. Uh, for me, it's learn how to take care of myself. Learn how to be a human. Like I'm a human being. Yeah, you know that song I played you. I ain't no Superman. Yeah. I'm human. Right. I'm by human. Fred- by Frederick Swan. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, that's what this is. We're a bunch of human beings. We all have the same, we all bleed the same. We all, you know, have skin and we have hearts and we have emotional hearts and we have real ones and they get hurt and they need to feel. And it's not, it's not easy and it's, it's not that difficult either, Mm. you know, Mm. and I happen to be, I'm surprised I haven't started kind of choking up a bit. I did in the beginning, but it's not easy to talk about. It's not easy to get these words out. And I feel like I'm someone who's pretty well practiced in getting language out when I'm feeling vulnerable. And um, even though it might seem easy, it's not. I'm nervous. I'm sweating right now. Mm. The table. (laughs) That's just how it feels. You know, I mean, I don't know how many people are listening to this, but it's got to be quite a few. And what are some, what are, I have a question for you because I just, um, you had mentioned doing emotional release and, and some other things. Yeah. Um, apart from that. So, so excluding that, how are you taking care of yourself? What are you doing? What am I doing? Uh, so apart from emotional releasing, well, the, the emotional release is just, it kind of takes the edge off. It doesn't really allow, it just, it, it allows me to get out of my head. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. Um, so it allows, I, what it allows me to do is to get back into a place where I can monitor myself and track myself and track my, my emotions. Like if I start spinning out too much. So essentially how I'm taking care of myself, I mean, sleeping is one of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm sleeping a little bit more. Um, I'm trying to eat as healthy as I possibly can. Um, and I'm just, I'm sitting quiet. Like I'm sitting still. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something that I haven't done. Like the, It's almost like to replace the time where I was in interaction. Um, you know, where we were in interaction with my partner and not like I'm not interacting with anything right. just to be with myself and to feel. And I do let myself spin out sometimes I'll let myself go crazy and get, you know, but I do it in the, in a constructive way. I'm not freaking out and yelling at people or, you know, calling her and yelling at her and, and I'm not doing those types of things. I taking care of myself in this process. Right. By feeling and by allowing myself to spin out because I feel like the more that I can get there and I know, like I'm doing it consciously, I'm not doing it and then raging, um, it's helping me move through it faster. Good. And it's, it's not a, 
I have love. I want to say that. So there's still love. Yeah. Right? The love is not gone. It's just there's there's hurt in the way. And I know, like, I'm human. I have projections. I'm human. I'm angry. Right? I want to say all these things. Like, I just want to, like, bleh, like, vomit. That's, all kind of, that's a spinning stuff. out. You're and that's about, the spin out. Yeah. yeah, like the spinning out. So it's, but it's not constructive. It's not going to do any good. And I still have love. Mm. So there's, like, knowing that. I mean, I don't know how a lot of people carry themselves in relationship in the world, but there's, I feel like in my past experiences of watching other people, they forget that that exists because their heart is breaking and they, they have this like connection to like love in their heart. And it's, and it's like their, it's, what is it? What is it? It's attachment. It's like, mm-hmm. a, it's like attachment theory type mm-hmm. type stuff. And I can't a really, bit of an addiction literally, too, yeah. there's an addict, there could be addiction in it, but mm-hmm. like, I can't really speak to attachment theory super intelligently, but like being attached to someone and then having that attachment severed in some way and then forgetting that there was love in the attachment in the first place mm-hmm. and love is it it's it's a choice it's a thought process and it's chemical i get that mm-hmm. so there's a chemical version and there's a choice like i don't have to change my love into hate because a relationship didn't work out. Right. Right. Right? Or because paths diverged and like, I wish well on the path, Mm -hmm. like honestly. And I think it's wonderful that there's that sense of sovereignty and, and well-being in, in that person to be able to, take and go and do the things that they need to do to grow in the world. You know, it's like, uh, some spiritual people, the soul contracts, our soul contract had ended. Right. If that's, if that helps anybody yeah. with language wise, mm-hmm. you know, so it's the interaction. I don't feel like it's totally over. I don't feel like my interactions are over. Um, but you are setting boundaries, but there's new boundaries in mm-hmm. place. I've realized a lot about myself um, just personally already and what it's, I mean, mm-hmm. I actually just put, uh, uh, like five weeks, no communication for five weeks. That just happened today. I'm glad you're doing things to take care of yourself in that way. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know how people see things in absolutes very often. Right. So the five weeks is not absolutely forever. Five weeks is five weeks. We negotiate in five weeks. So I like that you're setting boundaries that feel real to you and set some space for you so you can be in the cave and take care of yourself. And at the same time, you're not thinking in absolutes. You're not thinking, I'll never love again, or I'll only hate, or I'll only, I'll never... You know, you're not saying I will never, I will always, and those things. And people rush to those kinds of conclusions, which are Mm -hmm. stupid, like they kick themselves later. They go, what was I thinking? When did I say that? It's a life sentence. Yeah. It's self-imposed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad that you're doing that. And um, 
I was thinking of that poem by Oriah Mountain Dreamer, I think that's her name. It was something about, it It was the first time I actually saw men and women, like she said, you know, don't speak to me about your conquests in the world and so on. Tell me of how you love the children, how you wake up at night mm. Mm. and care for the children. Um, don't tell me about this and that and the other. Uh, tell me of your, you know, inner darkness and your inner awakenings and things like that. Yeah. Someone sent me that poem long, long, long ago. I mean, at least 20 years ago. And I feel that you're being that poem. You know, I feel like you're actually living and demonstrating a way of being that is really important for women or men and allowing men to see and women to see that this is how a man feels. Yeah. And this is how he's behaving is a really great role modeling and exactly what she spoke to. I don't even know the name of the poem, but it was very famous. Who is it by? I would love to Oriah read it. Mountain Dreamer. Let me see if I can pull it up. Oriah. Yeah, Mountain Dreamer. An old friend of mine, Jeremiah, gave me a book by her. Anyway, I, I, I commend you, Lance, and, uh, and it's also like that song, I Ain't No Superman, I'm Human. Yeah. It says, it doesn't interest me what you do for a living. Mm. I want to know what you ache, what you ache for, and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dream, for the adventure of being alive. It doesn't interest me what planets are, are squaring your moon. I want to know if you have touched the center of your own sorrow. If you've been opened by life's betrayals or have become shriveled and closed from fear of further pain, I want to know if you can sit with pain, mine or your own, without moving to hide it or fade it or fix it. I want to know if you can be with joy, mine or your own, if you can dance with witches and let the ecstasy fill you to the tips of your fingers and toes without cautioning us to be careful. Be realistic. Remember the limitations of being human. Doesn't interest me if the story you are telling me is true. I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself. If you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul. If you can be faithless and therefore trustworthy. I want to know if you can see beauty even when it is not pretty every day. And if you can source your own life from its presence. I want to know if you can live with failure, yours and mine, and still stand at the edge of the lake and shout to the silver of the full moon, yes. It doesn't interest me to know where you live or how much money you have. I want to know if you can get up after the night of grief and despair, weary and bruised to the bone, and do what needs to be done to feel the children. It doesn't interest me who you know or how you came to be here. I want to know if you will stand in the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. It doesn't interest me where or what or with whom you have studied 
I want to know what sustains you from inside when all else falls away. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments. Is that it? Yeah, that's what I was saying. You're being like, yeah. I'm crying now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Thanks for reading that, Michael. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that's man. what you were reminding me of. Wow. And really, that was a gift long ago from my friend Jeremiah Lindsay. And uh, I had never read anything more beautiful. And I feel like yeah. that's who you're being right oh, now. God, so. Lori. <laughs> you are. You just said everything well, she I, said. It's I just know. that you're, you're not a poet. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not. Definitely not a poet. <laughs> but you're a man who's real. Yeah. And uh, and you just said everything. You just said that you're instead of relating, you're spending time alone, and you're standing for yourself. Yeah. Basically, you said everything that that poem says. Yeah. So that's why I remembered it. That's why you remembered it. Yeah. It's wow. as though you wrote it. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm not very poetic. Well, with with, <laughs> with your life, I mean. Right. I'm writing it with my life. I this is this is I I feel like that's part of my gift burden piece is trying to figure these things out and going through experiences and th like I just put myself there so that I have to go through it sometimes it's super challenging you know and sometimes it's sometimes it's not so bad well I think we should send him that poem yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. we'll post that, this also have that posted yeah mm -hmm. I would love to yeah. love to have that yeah um, well wow Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Um, what else is there? I don't know. I think we said it all. <laughs> we said a lot. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything that we left uncovered. I think mm -hmm. our yeah. message, I knew it would be. I mean, when I asked you if you would do this interview, yeah. I knew that our message would be just keep being alive, keep yeah. feeling it all, and keep giving space for yourself. Yeah. To, uh, to be a human, yeah. and um, and and men, by the way, everybody are human. Yeah, there's some people on this planet who don't know that, and it's time for you to get that. Men are human. Men are human, and they yeah. they're not. Uh, they they feel everything, and some were taught not to, mm. and they're on they're, the process of unlearning that is excruciating. It is. It's it's life changing. And I, w I want to I want to put this idea out there. Imagine if all the men on the planet learned how to do this. Because I know there's a lot of them out there that that do. There's quite a few, and it's growing. Mm -hmm. It's definitely growing. And there's some movements going on, and some men's groups and things, and workshops mm -hmm. and stuff that are happening that are introducing this idea back to men on this planet and it's it's a beautiful thing i've done a few of them I've, I've been involved in some of them i'm creating some of them um it's a beautiful thing to see a man who's in his you know late 40s early 50s and he's at his first men's group and he's been going to catholic church for 35 40 years and he comes in and he's never had a spiritual experience and he's never had anything go on in that way. And now he's in a room with 40 men and he's being vulnerable. 
and he hasn't cried in 10 years, and he just breaks down crying because he hasn't cried in 10 years. Right. And, and that, that's the start. That, and imagine that move, moving across the planet. Imagine what would happen. Well, I am imagining that. I've been imagining that for a long time. Yes. And that's why we have the Academy for Men. It's happening. Yeah, but it's happening the, now. In the 70s, I, I ran a men's support group. And the reason I, a woman, was running the men's support group, this was in Boston, by the way, was because the men who wanted the support group didn't trust any men to lead it. <laughs> so they trusted me. So I led it. That's amazing. And it would be like, you guys, are you kidding me? And they were like, no, we want you. <laughs> so I have created some spaces for men to be empowered mm. in my life. And uh, I'm very happy about what the movements that are happening right now. And yeah. I'm very th thrilled about your, the Academy for Men and a collaboration with you. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, a reason, that's another reason for me to feel good. That's yeah. a joy for me. And to be able to say the things that I said tonight to you yeah. and hear you. So. I think it's wonderful. I, I, it's actually bringing me to another one. I know we need to wrap up, but um, even though I'm sitting here and I'm sitting in this vulnerable space and I'm having this conversation and, and doing these things, I, I got this. And I got this space. And I got this container. And I'm sitting here and... I'm in my power. I might be being vulnerable, but I'm not out of my power. That's right. And I don't have my bell here, but ding. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm not, because there's, there's, this, there's this thing, and, and this, these are some of the judgments I imagine that, that other men have about men being vulnerable. And that is that I'm sitting here, and vulnerability is weakness. And I'm not weak. That's right. I'm not weak right now at all. That's right. Like, I'm sitting here open-hearted, honest, bearing it, saying, you know what, I'm a human being and I have emotions too, and it's okay for me to fucking feel them. That's right. And if you have an issue with that and you feel like I'm being weak, then I am a wonderful mirror for you. <laughs> so go check welcome on... Welcome to go, your life. Yeah, welcome, welcome to, to your, your life. life. So go go check Thank on you. your go check on your weakness exactly. that you're feeling right now because it's not my weakness. It, it unnerves men, you know. It, it, it unnerves does. men to see men that are vulnerable and to feel like that um, that they and and to judge that that is weakness. And the reality is, welcome to your life. You're feeling something that unnerves you because you can't be strong in your vulnerability. All you see is weakness. Yeah. So. You know, welcome to your life. You want to overcome that, you're going to need to learn how to go through the steps that, that Lance is talking about. You're going to have to learn how to go through the pain of feeling, the pain of solitude, the, the pain of knowing that there is an end that has happened. Whatever context you bring it up in, mm. you're going to have to go through it. And you may not have to go through it alone. Now, your strength can come in the support of others or your strength can come in the support of your own um, thought processes, but you don't have to go through it alone. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Thank you. Good point. Yeah. So we are going to wrap it up. Yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
Thank you, Lance. Yeah, thank you, Lori. I love yeah. you very much. Thank mm. you. I love you too. And Michael, thank you. Mm, yeah, thanks, love you Michael. too. And love you both. Thanks for holding space for this. And uh, yeah, we'll be back with another episode of <sighs> Sex and Happiness and the Academy for Men. Sometimes they'll weave together and sometimes they'll be separate. But expect us to be back. We got a lot to say. So yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. And um, this is Laurie Handler signing off for Laurie, Lance, and Michael uh, for, for, this, for this episode. If you have any questions, you can write to us. Uh, you can write to Laurie at ButterflyWorkshops.com, and you can write to, what's the Academy for Men at? Michael at uh, theacademyformen.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You can also reach Lance there. And um, you can also find us online, lauriehandlers.com. And uh, you can also go to theacademyformen.com, and you can find us on uh, Facebook as well. So check us out. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a wrap. It's a wrap. Thank, Thank you, you, everyone. Okay. Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness. To learn more about Lori and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and Happiness. Oh.